BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Now, with a look at local, regional, and international NASCAR racing, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. It is Wednesday, February 24th, and the weather looking seemingly like it was out in Las Vegas. Lots of rain here in the Concord, North Carolina studio. I'm Hannah Newhouse, joined always by Kyle Rickey, who has made his way back up to Connecticut after a long weekend out in the desert. Kyle, lots of racing, though, out near Las Vegas. That, including the West Series, kicked their season off at the Bullring. Yeah, that was on Thursday night. You mentioned the weather in Charlotte, though. You uh, didn't get to experience the weather in Las Vegas on Saturday when it rained and rained and rained. But, uh, yeah, the Bullring, a uh, great race on, on Thursday night to kick off the uh, the race weekend to start Nursery 150 for the Arca Menards West Series, their first ever race under the Arca banner. San Mayer uh, picking up right where he left off in the east at New Smyrna two weeks ago. With the race win, he led the most laps. I believe he led all but 12 laps on Thursday night to claim the win over uh, one of our guests today, Jesse Love, finishing in the second spot of career best for him. Blaine Perkins, Gracie Trotter, and Trevor Huddleston rounding out the top five in what was uh, in front of a packed crowd on Thursday night at the Bullring. And no one really had anything for Sam Mayer that entire night. Qualified on the pole, like he said, led a mass majority of those laps, but it was a really cool win for Sam Mayer. Uh, they had the Spencer Clark Foundation on the car, the Gallagher's, called Las Vegas home, so it was cool to have that all come together, have Sam come out there and put that car in victory lane. But if you look at the points, you would mentioned that top five running right there. That essentially sets the points going into the next race. Sam Mayer, though, not expected to be a regular on the West Coast. So really, like you said, our guest coming up, Jesse Love, that puts him in the points lead really over the regulars going into the next race. Yeah, I talked to some of the uh, GMS racing folks the next day at, at the big track at Las Vegas Motor Speedway as we were getting ready for the NASCAR Gander RV and Outdoor Truck Series race. And they said that that was probably uh, going to be one of two uh, West races. They'll run the the Phoenix race at the end of the year in October. But that'll be it as far as the West is concerned with Sam as they look for the East Series and also the Arkham Menards Series as well with Sam for this year. But yeah, their next race uh, coming up about a month away, March 28th, Irwindale Speedway in California. And you're right, Jesse Love uh, will probably be uh, the, I guess, the unofficial series regular points leader heading into that race because Sam isn't expected to participate. The Arco West was also joined by Super Late Models for the Star Nursery 100 that evening. A familiar face finds his way into victory lane as Kyle Busch capitalized on getting to run back at his home track of the Bull Ring, collected that win, but it wasn't without a battle with one of the short track heroes out on the West Coast, Derek Thorne. Those two battled it out all evening long, and finally Kyle Busch took over that lead, didn't look back, and put his car with the Rowdy Energy, his new you know uh, endeavor in energy drinks. It was cool to see that on his race car and in victory lane. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him dabble in some more short track racing throughout the season with that sponsorship. No, absolutely. Uh, it's a great uh, platform for him to promote his new energy drink, a healthy energy drink. I have yet to have one, but uh, 
I know you, I believe, I think you found one in Las Vegas over the weekend, didn't you? Yeah, I did. We went over and had actually talked to uh, one of the crew guys in the KBM trucks. He'd made all 600 starts in the truck series. So while we were over there, uh, our lovely producer, Tyler Burnett, made sure he sniffed out some rowdy energy. And so I got the I'm benefit shocked. from that. I know. We should all be shocked in that. So, um, But, yes, it was really good. Definitely didn't have the energy-esque taste of an energy drink. So it was, it was delicious. But uh, you'd mentioned it. Uh, Jesse Love, runner-up at uh, Las Vegas. He will join us a little bit later. But third place, Blaine Perkins, running for Bob Brancotti this year. He will join us here on the guest line when we return on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. The Arkham Menard Series West kicked their season off this past week on Thursday night right outside of Las Vegas Motor Speedway at the Bullring. And one of those drivers coming home with a podium finish and returning to the Arca Series West was Blaine Perkins running for Bob Brincotti, and he joins us now on the guest line. First off, Blaine, thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule with college to join us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, thanks for getting me um, to work in into my schedule, and I'm just really uh, happy to be on the show today. Now, Thursday was a pretty eventful night for you, but it came home uh, with a solid third-place finish there. Summarize that evening in that race for you. Seemed pretty uneventful as far as crashing, but you guys were there at the end and really came home with a great finish. Yeah, that was our main focus of the night. Um, a lot of rookies in the race. I thought kind of the first thing I wanted to do was be able to save my stuff, kind of ride the first 100 laps, and I felt like we managed our, our race really well. Um, we kind of fell back a little bit early on, and then, the final 75 laps kind of picked it up a little bit, and uh, by the end of it, got that final restart, which definitely helped, grouping everybody back up. Pretty shocked how uh, how many green flag laps there were. So um, final restart helped us a bunch, and we were able to make a couple moves and finish in third. Just four cautions in the event, all fairly brief on Thursday night. Your teammate is uh, Trevor Huddleston there at Bob Rincotti. Uh He finished fifth. You finished third. How well is, is that chemistry beginning to build as we uh, get rolling here in 2020? Yeah, it's really good. Um, me and Trevor, we've known each other for a long time, um, ever since I started racing at Bandoleros. So we've known each other for about 10 years now, and we've been teammates before on the same um, late model team. And um, so now getting back together with each other, um, going over notes, going over um, debriefing practice runs with our crew chiefs, um, worked really well on Wednesday's practice and previous test sessions. So just really looking forward to building that going into Irwindale. Um, obviously, he's really good there, multi-track champion, and 
I'm um, just looking forward. I know that they won the race last year, so hopefully we can um, repeat that. Now, you dabbled in the ARCA series over the last two years, but really your last ARCA West race was in 2017, so had a little bit of a hiatus there, but you're back with Brancati this year to challenge for that. How did that all come together with getting reconnected with Brancati and really getting in that open seat? Yeah, last year. Um, in the NASCAR banquet, we kind of we had a good year in the late models. We went to um, North Carolina. We had the big banquet, and we were able to meet with all the teams. Um, we were kind of eyeing on getting making a return into the now ARCA West series. Um, and Bob's kind of uh, been one that we've been looking towards for the past couple of years now. And um, we heard that the C was going to line up and be teammates with uh, Trevor. So it was just good timing, and I'm looking forward to this year. It is amazing how many deals come together at that banquet every December in Charlotte, whether it be for uh, the NASCAR Touring Series or now the ARCA Series, the Modifieds or the Wheel and All-American Series. It, it pretty, it's a pretty special place for a lot of planning to happen and, and for the following season. Uh, this is the first time we've had you on NASCAR Coast to Coast here uh, as, as our first guest here uh, of this show. Tell us a little bit of about how you got started in motorsports, uh, and you mentioned it's been a career now that has spanned more than a decade, uh, and what ultimately has got you back to the Arkham Menards Series West? Yeah, so I've been racing since I was about nine years old, um, so it's been about 10 years now, and um, I started in go-karts, started on road course racing, and then eventually made my move to circle track racing um, in the Bandoleros Legend Cars and um, made my way into stock cars when I was about 14 years old. And um, I ran two seasons in the old Canaan West Division with Steve Portgay Racing. And then we went and moved to the ARCA series with Mason Mitchell Motorsports, where I got to learn a bunch of different um, things, going to the bigger tracks. And now I'm coming back to the ARCA West series now with a lot more experience under my belt and um, with a great crew chief team. Just looking forward to getting this year rolling, um, especially after a great finish we had at the Boring. I'm looking forward to Irwindale now. And it'll be nice for you to get that opportunity, like you said, to return to Irwindale, a track you have a lot of laps at. But let's take a step away from the racetrack here. We mentioned that we were able to catch you in between classes. You're going to school right now, going to college. Where are you going to college at, and what are you studying? Yeah, so right now um, I'm majoring in business marketing at um, my local junior college, Bakersfield College, here in Bakersfield, California. And um, currently in the process of sending out some applications to some schools to see where I'll be transferring to next year. So busy time for me, but um, just always got to keep school first. Um, it was really busy last week, had to miss some school um, with the Thursday race. So catching back up and getting back into the rhythm of school and then heading to Irwindale in about a month from now. It's coming up at the uh, the tail end of March. Thoughts heading to the Irwindale Speedway. Hannah mentioned you have a lot of laps there and a lot of different uh, automobiles and trucks. I know you ran there a uh, full season uh, for a couple of seasons, possibly, in the trucks. Is that a track that you're probably more comfortable in, in going to than some of the others on the West Circuit right now because of all that experience in a West car and, and in other cars as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, we definitely had that one circled from the beginning of the year. Um, that that's kind of our my main track. I ran for years now. Um, we were the late model champion last year there, and just really looking forward to getting back to basically my home track. 
Um, my home away from home is what I call it. I know everybody there, and it's just a good time to go, always go to Irwindale Speedway. So I'm um, looking forward to getting back to the place where kind of all started for me, and I'm hoping to be in victory lane. Awesome. Well, Blaine, we look forward to following your career and this season in the Arkham Menard Series West. We'll let you get back to school. Um, I know you're in between classes right now, but best of luck uh, in just a few short weeks at Irwindale and the 2020 season. Thank you. That was Blaine Perkins, driver for Bob Brancotti in the Arc Menard Series West with that third-place finish at Las Vegas Motor Speedway Bullring. But when we return, we'll have the runner-up, Jesse Love, on with us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. The West season started their season last week at the Bull Ring, and if you're just now joining us, just a little bit ago, we had third-place finisher Blaine Perkins on with us. But in that runner-up position, Jesse Love came home second with his BMR car. He joins us now on the guest line. First off, Jesse, thanks for coming on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Thank you so much for having me pretty successful night for you guys was there at the end but it seemed like no one really had anything for sam mayer what was ultimately missing for you guys to be able to challenge sam for that win on thursday night yeah i mean me and my team we made really huge strides in our napa racing uh toyota camry and uh overall you know if you look at our performance at new smyrna we were off uh we struggled a decent amount so to come to vegas at the boring and be a lot faster um, and actually take the lead and be able to lead laps early on in the race and, and put on a challenge to the 21 um, was definitely a bit was was a big statement for us and uh, we, we had to change pretty much the whole a, bi- a big package on our race car we had to make a big swing going into going into Vegas because we knew that we had a lot on the table and a lot to gain going into that race after our performance at New Smyrna so we knew that we had a lot to gain, and we uh, worked really hard. Me and my crew chief, Kyle Walesic, and the whole BMR NASCAR team, we put a lot of effort into into Las Vegas, and we're going to put a lot more effort into this year as well. And I think this, the only thing that was really missing was just a little bit, uh, you know, small tweaks that we needed to start off the race a little bit different. And because uh, those cars, are they're really twitchy, and if you lose the tires, it's really hard to gain them back. So that's something that I need to learn, and I'll get better at. And I know my team is going to get a lot better at that, too, for a whole team aspect of it. So uh, my team did a great job, and we're going to go into uh, Irwindale and Phoenix coming up with a lot more knowledge and and be a lot better for sure. That team you mentioned is out of the Bill McAnally racing schedule or stable, that is. And and it's a busy stable this year with four to five full-time cars on the West Series. How did the relationship come together with you and, and BMR for this season? 
Yeah, so I'm very grateful and, and I'm honored to be a part of the Toy Duration Development Group. And, and they've given me a, a, a lot of opportunities, a lot of great opportunities um, in, my, in my young career. So basically just, you know, going up through the, through the ranks of, of stock car racing and, uh, and that was kind of the next step. It made a lot of sense. And, and uh, I've met Bill a few times at some uh, Spears SRL Southwest Tour races over in, you know, places like Roseville, California. Um, a track that he owns, uh, one of my one of my more you know favorite uh, tracks actually. So uh, I met him there, and uh, so I knew obviously I knew about him, and and obviously with the Toyota connection, it just made sense to go that route. And and obviously I wanted to make that next step, and Arca seemed like the best place to go. And what better team to do than with the uh, with the reigning champions for sure. Now, we had Bill McAnally on last week just to preview Vegas and really the drivers, including yourself, that he had in his stable for 2020. And we had to giggle at the fact that you were one of the youngest drivers in the stable. But when it came down to it, you were one of the more experienced ones on asphalt. You've got your teammate Gio as well as Holly Holland, who are both making that transition to dirt. What's the dynamic been like? You've raced two races now with your uh, teammates. What's the dynamic been like? And do you help them? when it comes to uh, learning the new ways of pavement? Yeah, so for the first part, I mean, the, 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 the dynamic has been great. Uh, the whole team, we're all on the same page. We all have the same goal, and that's getting a nice championship and a 100th win for, for Bill in the uh, ARCA series. So the dynamic's been great. The team's been great. Everybody's been flowing pretty well with each other, and, and there's, you know, it's, it's all been going really well, and I'm, and I'm really fortunate and grateful to be a part of such a great team like Bill. And, Bill's a really great leader. He really knows what he's doing, and he's able to be a, a really big, you know, sense of, you know, glue to the team. And Bill's done a really great job at, at making sure the team's on the right track and, and has the right goals in mind. And um, and every now and then, yeah, you know, I'll try and help out my teammates. It matters what the, uh, what the scoreboard looks like, obviously, right? But, um, no, I got a really great teammates. I got a, lo- a lot of really great teammates and, and a really great team. And, uh, and we all seem to help each other and work with each other whenever we can. And uh, I'm really grateful to be a part of such a great team like Bill McNally Racing. Now, earlier you mentioned the, uh, the issues at New Smyrna in the Arco uh, East car. Uh, that season opener out there for, for your team with Bill McNally Racing. But uh, you found some success in the Super Late models, including picking up a checkered flag, second night of racing out there, holding off the likes of Derek Griffith and Brad May. Uh, what was that feeling like in, in taking the checkered flag early in the year down at New Smyrna in front of, uh, you know, a, a one of the largest field of short track competitors that we'll see all year? Yeah, so that was obviously a really big win for me. Um, you know, probably my biggest breakout win of my career so far, just because of the stage and the people I was racing against for sure. Um, and obviously, you know, I I really love super late model racing and I had a really great team behind me. Uh, out of Women Motorsports out of Wisconsin. They, uh, they gave me a really great car all week, and I was just honored to even be a part of that team. They, were, uh, they gave me the best car every time I hit the racetrack, and I had to learn a lot because I, I'm, I was still pretty new to the whole you know, stock car thing. So to be able to go out there over and you know, come to the East Coast in Florida and be that competitive, it, went along, it meant a lot to me and the team in my career. So uh, that was definitely you know, one of my – bigger probably, probably my biggest one of my career so um that was definitely a week that i won't forget and uh definitely a really fun win for me now at 15 years old you mentioned it there you've dabbled in a lot of different types of racing late models you've done some dirt i believe as well now you find yourself in the arca menard series west 
Um, what has the transition been like? And maybe what was the hardest part of learning this new transition and getting to these big, heavy stock cars that are ARCA cars? Yeah, so they kind of they, they're kind of like pontoon boats. I mean, they're they're really they're really heavy and they have really high center of gravity. They don't really have a bunch of tire like a super late model does. Um, but I mean, overall, they're 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 fun cars to race. I have a lot of fun racing with them. Um, you know, most of the cars are they're really even and it's uh it's a pretty even playing field. And overall, I just have a lot of fun racing uh, against people that uh, are in the Arca series and racing those cars you know when you got a good car and everybody else around you has a good car it makes it really fun racing and it puts on a good show for the fans so uh you know i have a really i have a lot of faith in my bill mcnally team to give me a really great car every time i hit the racetrack so um i definitely i have a lot to learn still and i've learned a lot running these big heavy arc cars um but i'm up for the challenge i'm having a lot of fun doing it Compared to a pontoon boat. I don't think I have ever heard that before, Hannah. We always, we always called them taxi cabs when I used to race them. We called them taxi cab racing because they were just, you just had to wheel them. You just had to force them where you wanted them. Exactly. Yeah, that goes a long way. Yeah. We, we talked to Blaine a moment ago about balancing uh, college life and racing life. Uh, what's it like for you balancing what, high school life and, and racing life? Yeah, freshman year in high school life. Uh, oh, my. You know, it's, yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's been a big step for me going into high school because obviously I couldn't be doing, I couldn't do another year of, uh, you know, regular public school. I tried to do that last year, and, I mean, if I had a, you know, every time I got an email from my teacher saying, asking where I was, uh, I mean, it was a bunch of missing school just because, you know, I think I had like 110, 115 uh, 120 races last year across all, all all my platforms that I raced in. So I mean, it was a lot of a lot of you know catching up and, and independent study things and, and things like that. So this year, um, I'm doing online school and I'm taking to that really well and I and I enjoy it a lot and having a lot of fun doing it. It definitely takes some discipline to do that online schooling. I did that for a year. Or so uh, when I was, I had the same phone calls that you got of the um, excuse me, where are you at? Again, and I'm like, oh, yeah. don't worry, I'm at a racetrack. But we're also yeah. giving uh, Kyle Ricky a hard time prior to the show because both yours and Blaine's ages added together are still five years less than Kyle. How does that make I'm you old. feel, Kyle? I'm old. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, well, Jesse, again, we are looking forward to watching you this season as well as the whole Bill McAnally racing camp. It looks like you guys have got a strong season ahead of you. So uh, we'll let you get going. Thanks so much for joining us, and uh, we look forward to watching you this season. Thank you so much. And, and if you don't mind me real quick, I can't thank the whole BMR crew enough. Uh, NASA Power Premium Plus and Tier, uh, Toyota Race Development, all the fans. Thank you guys so much, and I'll see you guys soon. It's a great thing that Toyota has put together, including bringing Jesse to the Bill McAnally Racing Camp. But when we return, we'll recap what to look forward to this up-and-coming weekend and some news in the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. Wheeland designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheeland product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheeland is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. 
Each and every week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, we like to take the opportunity brought to you by Wheelan Engineering to spotlight some of NASCAR's short tracks all across the country. And this week, we found it appropriate to tell you a little bit more about Tucson Speedway as we get ready to go to Phoenix. Uh, Tucson Speedway is in Tucson, Arizona. It is a three-eighths paved mile oval. It was built in 1968 as a clay oval, though, and was first called Raven Speedway. ISC then took over the track operations in 1990 and paved it in 92. It was then sold a couple times, and the truck track was eventually shut down in 2010, but reopened in 2013 under the new owner of John Lashley and renamed Tucson Speedway. It became a NASCAR-sanctioned Wheel and All-American Series track in 2014 and hosted two NASCAR Truck Series races, one of those being in 1995. It was home to NASCAR's Winter Heat Series TV program that ran during the off-season in 1994 to 1995, and then again in 98 and 99. One of the races that we talk about often here on NASCAR Coast to Coast is the Chili Willy, and it's hosted every January. Plenty of weekly racing through most February through November. Obviously, it gets a little hot, so they do take a break, uh, but we see a lot of super late model action, limited late models, pro stocks, and trucks, as well as their bandos and legends out there. So uh, the Tucson Speedway, one of my favorite racetracks, been there multiple times with whether the Arca West or super late models. It's a very abrasive mile, or it, it just creates some great racing, similar to that of Myrtle Beach, if you guys are familiar with Myrtle Beach. It's uh, similar racing in there, so... What a great place to highlight as we get ready to talk about the upcoming race for the Arkham Menard Series out at Phoenix. Kyle, another great opportunity for these drivers to spotlight themselves with NASCAR's National Series. Yeah, and the first time that the Arkham Menard Series has ever raced at the Phoenix Raceway, part of the, uh, the National Weekend with the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the NASCAR Cup Series in just over a week's time. We'll give a lot of these young drivers experience on the one-mile Phoenix track that in the past, has been a West race, whether it be uh, two or three, I guess it was two times a year, years ago, and now the, in the last year or so, they've gone back there to crown their champion, and now the Arkham Menard Series goes there for the first time in just over a week from now. Always bring some extra faces when it's an Arkham Menard Series. We'll probably see some of those West drivers as well dabble as they will crown their champion in the fall at Phoenix, but... Uh, as of right now, Austin, uh, not Austin, self, the wrong self. Uh, wrong self. Yep. Leads going into uh, Phoenix over Deegan with our second place finish. Drew Dollar, Sean Cor, and Thad Moffat sit in those points. Uh, looking forward to going to Phoenix. I will not be there. Kyle, are you going to Phoenix? I am not. That's going to be an interesting race because I don't think Michael Self has ever been there either, at least in, in a stock car. He might have a truck start there. I believe, but Haley Deegan. I believe Michael Self there. has ran there. Um, okay. Back in his Kane and West days, running for Steve Portengay. That's a while ago. Or the Mayhew. He had a Mayhew. Before, yep. So I could be wrong there. We'll have to fact check that. But I do believe Michael Self has been there well in, in, in the good old days of the two Phoenix races, if that dates right. it for you. Back in like 2012, 2013. Exactly. Yep. But uh, Kyle, more in your wheelhouse here. We saw some news break uh, over the past couple weeks in regards to maybe a more. Uh, familiar face but something we'll see more consistently in the nascar will and modified tour but a familiar number yeah uh the number two uh doug kobe that uh team multiple time champions uh on the nascar will and modified tour sold this past week to tyler ripkema and his family-owned operation uh which effectively will uh I guess, break up that championship team of, of Smeriglio, who is obviously selling the team, Mike Smeriglio, 
Um, his crew chief, Doug's crew chief, that is, Phil Moran and Doug Kobe, they were trying to keep them together, keep that team together with the buyer. But uh, it looks like uh, Tyler Ripkema, who we're going to try to get on the show here in the next couple of weeks before the start of the season on March 21st at South Boston to talk about it. Uh, will be the pilot of that car going forward. So uh, some interesting developments there as we gain, get ever so closer to the start of the season. Talked to Doug last week. Um, he has some things in the works, hoping to have the, an announcement here before the start of the season. Uh, and, and obviously and the same thing with Timmy Salamito, who finds himself rideless and learned of that the day before the final race of the 2019 season. So a couple of the big guns, championship contenders, Outside looking in right now, but uh, Tyler Ripkema going to benefit, possibly, from a championship team. And Timmy Salamito has also hinted via social media that they are building a house car um, yep. with his family-based team, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see him dabble. But I believe we did talk to Doug Kobe at the tail end of last year after the news broke that they would not be returning with that team, and he'd mentioned maybe some fenders we could see him behind the wheel of. He said he's open to pretty much anything, so... I, I would love to see Doug Kobe come and hang out with us people in the South here maybe and race some, some late models. <laughs> you would know this stuff, uh, Kyle. Yeah, and he's he's open to it. Um, I know the folks at Stafford Motor Speedway up here in Connecticut have joked with him about coming back to the SK Modifieds, and he said, you know, don't joke about it because it might actually happen. <laughs> yeah. um, he's talked about, you know, late models. I don't know about in the South, but certainly up here. Um Maybe a West car. I don't know. I saw him in some conversations that, uh, you know, I won't mention by name here, but I saw him in conversations at the banquet in in December uh, when we were down in Charlotte. So who knows what will happen with Doug, but hopefully, uh, and he's confident that he'll be back on the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour trying to pick up yet another championship in 2020. So we'll we, see. We can start a new segment. Where in the world is Doug Kobe? Where in the world is that? And, and it might come down to that. He might yes. literally be piecing things week to week. We'll see. Hey, racers just want to race. Well, that season doesn't kick off until March 21st at Southern or South Boston Speedway. So got a couple more weeks to piece something together. Kyle, an off weekend, though, for the Arca Menard Series, both East, West, and National. Uh, no other real touring is heating up as NASCAR goes to Auto Club. So a break for the rest of us. Anything uh, exciting planned this weekend for you? Yeah, a lot of pl a lot of great stuff. <laughs> Another West Coast flight out to L.A. on Thursday uh, for the NASCAR doubleheader at Auto Club Speedway. We'll have the Xfinity Series and the NASCAR Cup Series here on Motor Racing Network on Saturday and Sunday. So going to be another great weekend. Hopefully, uh, Mother Nature will finally be kind to us after rain in Daytona and rain in Las Vegas. I've been going to Las Vegas for 18 years now, and that is the first time I have ever seen it rain there uh, we had that big windstorm a couple of years ago right before the the cup race started that blew tents and and debris all over the place that was the only other real weather event i remember there until saturday's uh soaker so hopefully she's kind this weekend in southern california if you're in a drought hire a nascar race to come to your area <laughs> is what has been the name of the game the last two weeks but uh off weekend for me, so I will take the weekend to not hopefully be in any rain, but Charlotte seems to have other plans here. So, uh, Kyle, I look forward to talking to you next week. Well, maybe we'll have some exciting things to talk about at Auto Club or some more breaking news. Uh, so I'll look forward to talking to you next week. Look forward to it. It's going to be a fun weekend in Southern California, and uh, you know, next week we'll be one step closer to the start of the modified season up here. 
Well, thanks to our guests, Jesse Love and Blaine Perkins out on the West Coast, and our producers, Alexa Henry and Brian Yesowich. I'm Hannah Newhouse. He's Kyle Ricky, and we will see you guys next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast on the Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Coast to Coast has been brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on MRN.com, Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.